be mine. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another special episode of Equity Mates, where we are searching for Australia's next top trader. We're a podcast that breaks down the world of investing from beginning to dividends so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going, bro? I'm good, Bryce. How are you? Good, good. Let's rip straight into it. No time for dilly-dally. We are smashing through some of the jargon that you're going to find out there in the finance world while you're on your journey of investing. We've had a look at some of the key terms that you will come across when you're trying to understand the market. We've discussed some of the key terms that you'll come across when you are trading. And now we're going to look at some of the key terms that you'll come across when you're doing some in-depth, well-thought research on companies. And this is probably, there's there's so many that we can discuss here, Ren, and they're used in many, many different strategies. And I guess it's up to you to decide which ones are important for you. So we're going to go through some of, I guess, the the more general ones that you will see when you're, I guess, looking at your um, information that's in front of you for your stock. So let's kick it off, Ren. What do we got? Let's do it. Uh, so probably the most important one to understand is market cap or market capitalization. Now, this essentially is what the market has decided the company is worth. So, when Apple's market cap reached a trillion dollars, the market was saying that as a whole company, Apple was worth a trillion dollars. Now, the way that you calculate market cap is the number of shares available in the market times by the share price. So very simply, if Equity Mates Investing Podcast has a thousand shares on the market and each share is trading at a hundred dollars, then the market cap of Equity Mates is a hundred thousand dollars. Nice. So does the market cap change? Changes all the time. Changes every second like the share price. Well it changes every second the market's open. Yes, changes when the share price changes. So, Amazon and Apple, I both, I think, both at some point hit a trillion dollars in valuation, but their share prices have suffered a little since then, and so they're no longer worth a trillion. They're in the high hundreds of billions, but they're the sort of two market leaders at the moment in terms of market capitalization. Nice, Ren. What else have we got? So another important one is earnings or earnings per share. Very simply, think of earnings as profit. Think of it as the money the business takes home after it's paid its employees, paid you know all its business expenses, paid its debt, paid its tax. What what's left is its profit, and um, you, then that if, if you divide that by the number of shares on issue, uh, you can get your earnings per share. And so the way the way that's important as an investor is if you paid $10 for a share and the company made $5 in earnings uh then you know you've done pretty well for yourself because that's a 50% return on your invest, investment you paid $10 and your share of the company that you own returned $5 
Now, unfortunately, sometimes you don't see that. Sometimes the company keeps that to do whatever it wants next year. But you know your your share of the investment returned fifty percent, so you'd be pretty happy if you got that. You would be. You'd be stoked. Yeah. Another one, Ren, to keep an eye on and to understand is trading volume, and that is you know pretty important thing to understand, especially in a, a shorter competition like this one, um, when you're trying to make a decision on on a daily basis on whether or not you can buy and sell. So generally speaking, trading volume is the total quantity of shares uh, that have been traded for that particular stock on that day. You can find it on any sort of financial summary for the stock that you're picking. So I've got Tesla up here and I can see that for the last period that it traded, uh, it had 5.83 million shares traded for the day. And so if you can dig a little bit deeper and understand the supply and demand of that, it can give you a good idea if, if it was uh, a lot of selling action or a lot of buying action coming in. Um, it can give you an idea of um, how in demand the stock is. Uh, it's a little bit more for the advanced investor, advanced investor, but something to try and keep an eye on. Something else you will see in terms of volume on your summary is average volume. Tesla has an average daily volume of 7.2 million shares a day. So it actually was trading below its average volume, which can give you an idea of how in demand the stock is as well. So yeah, that's trading volume. Yeah, nice. All right. Um, another one to keep in mind for, well, maybe this isn't so much for the competition, but more generally is price to earnings. Now, we've probably touched on this before, but it's essentially what we were saying before about the earnings that you get uh, from a company, you know, the the hypothetical company that we paid $10 a share for and it got $5 in earnings. The ratio there is uh, two. So for, you know, you paid two times the company's earning in the share price. And you see this ratio a lot and it's a really simple way for people to sort of say, is the company cheap or expensive? Generally, in Australia, sort of 15 to 20 is around the average for price to earnings. So if you're paying, you know, $15 a share, you would expect $1 of earnings. Anything more than that might be a little bit expensive. Anything below that, it might be a little bit cheap. But in America, it fluctuates wildly, you know, uh, Amazon for a while had a price to earnings of 200 uh, or plus and it just kept growing. So um, it's just a it's a simple ratio that you will see a lot and you'll see spoken about a lot and it generally is just a indicator of how expensive or cheap a company is. Nice. Anything else that's worth mentioning, Ren? I mean, we've got the glossary that people can head to equitymates.com forward slash glossary if there's any terms. We don't obviously have every single trading word up there. Anything you want to call out? No, I think the only one that uh, we can't really define in this episode but is important for the six-week competition is along with trading volume, as you explained, is looking at charts. Now, we, or you had a chat with Matt uh, on video about charts and that's definitely worth talking about because over the short term, the thing that is really going to win you this trip to New York is riding a wave of momentum 
And the best way to see where that momentum is building is through trading volume and through looking at charts. So there, there would be the two things that I reckon if you really want to understand what's going on at a company for a short-term perspective, that's probably uh, where you want to start. Yeah, you made a really good point. When you start overlaying volume with the the direction of the chart, you can start painting a pretty good picture of uh, how in favor or out of favor a stock is with investors. All right, Ren, well, as I said, there's plenty of other terminologies, jargon as we call it, that uh, we unwrap on our website, equitymates.com forward slash glossary. And if there's anything that uh, competitors come across as well, I would suggest just having a quick Google search to get your head around it because, as you said, at the very start of this mini-series of Pardon the Jargon, people get very confused and often there's no real need to. You know, jargon is jargon for a reason. People sometimes try to confuse you by sounding smart with all of this terminology. So get your head around it if you can. It's certainly um, something that we've tried to do and will be very helpful for your um, investing journey. Equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation.